Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, the draft has finally completed. We head into the long summer months. There's rookie mini camps, voluntary, mandatory diff- camps, all that good stuff. And we'll try to have it covered for you over the summer months here on Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. We appreciate you listening. Um, this week on the pod, we bring on Bob and UJ. And then our number one fan, Sean, he constantly reaches out to us. Um, and he had some interesting thoughts as well as we cover the psychoanalysis of a Lions fan, especially the online presence. Why are there so many haters out there? Let's love our boys. Let's support them. Let's drink that blue Kool-Aid. Then later on in the podcast, we discuss Martha Ford and her impact on the Lions and a few other uh, Lions topics as well. And then finally, at the end of the pod, if you want to stick around, we have a few thoughts on the Kentucky Derby finish. That was a bunch of BS, in my opinion. And then a little bit of Game of Thrones. And just, it just Those are just five little minute uh, topics. So if you want to stick around for that, stay tuned all the way to the end. But thank you everybody for listening. Please, if you like what you listen to, please share, subscribe, leave a review. And last but not least, here's the pod. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast, where lifelong Lions fans, UJ, Rug Dog, Bob, Connor, and I'm your host, Big Z, to talk about your favorite team, the Detroit Lions, where victories and just talked about, it's earned. One pride. Let's get this podcast rolling. All right, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers. The summer has officially started. The draft is over, and now there's this long lull in between the draft and training camp. So in between that time, we'll still have a lot to talk about here on Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. But joining uh, us today is UJ, uh, Bob. Hey, yo! And then uh, I, I want to say he's our number one fan. I, I just, I, we're really excited to have him on this week. Uh, and that's Sean. Sean, how you doing? Welcome to the podcast. I've, I've never been better, Big Z. This is this is my greatest honor to be on my favorite show. <laughs> yeah, we are we're really have, glad to have you on, and you brought up something that I think is a really interesting topic to touch on this week. And I, uh, you know, I, I, I was going to talk about it, but I'll I'll let you kind of introduce what well uh, as, your as, new uh, perspective on it. As some of you guys may know, I am a recovering blue Kool Aid addict. And I, I went cold turkey for, for two years. And it was tough. You know, you get the shakes, but that's the only way to do it. You quit. And I thought this was a very reasonable decision. So why go through this year after year? Why do I do this to myself? I got, I got a life to lead. You know? And then, yeah. and then I found this podcast. Drinking the, <laughs> the, the title alone sucked me in. Wow. You know what? This is what I liked about the Lions. I, I, don't, I don't need the doom and gloom. I just, I just remember enjoying drinking the blue Kool-Aid. 
Yeah. And I started listening. And then I, I went into my basement one day and I, I flew the dust off my old bottle of Blue Coil. And I drank the I drank the whole damn thing, guys. Well, I'm talking about one night. Wow. <laughs> Almost black. Wow. And now this is the part. This is the part where I'm probably going to lose you guys. This is where I'm going to lose you guys for sure. But I had an epiphany, and this and this is going to sound like it has nothing to do with football, but I realized that science is the measurement of magic. Mm. Oh, that doesn't have nothing to do with football. Anything. Seriously, nothing to do with football. Uh, but you know, physicists can tell you exactly how gravity works, but they don't understand gravity. It's a mystery at its core. And the world is magic. Now, you guys are all bright, reasonable people, and I listened to your brilliant draft analysis. Every one of you was prepared, smart, reasonable, and, and I bought every, every word. But we're not reasonable people. That's what I realized. We're blue Kool-Aid drinkers. Good point. Experts will give you facts, but there's an infinite amount of facts. Which ones do you choose? So... <laughs> Is it unreasonable to think the Lions will win the Super Bowl? And this is my point. It's absolutely unreasonable. But the experts are unreasonable. We, the blue Kool-Aid drinkers, see the magic in these Lions. And one day, the experts will tell you all the reasons the Lions dynasty was so successful. But we know the real reason. And nobody can really know that reason until you grab that glass of blue Kool-Aid and chug it. That's right. Sean, I'm... Confused now. I'm. I don't even know what the hell you're talking I, about. But, but it's amazing. I, I think we're all dumber for having just heard that. But, <laughs> but actually, it did kind of make sense, though. Actually, Sean, and uh, you know that's why we're here. We're here to save lives, to, to bring people back from the dead. You know, you save. You could probably tell I've been I've been hitting the blue Kool Aid pretty hard tonight. So I, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hit some right now. <laughs> Yeah. I, you know, I just want to thank you for calling us smart. Uh, I'm going to go home. And, uh, yeah. I'm going to call, yeah. call my mom after the podcast. Here and let her know. Yeah. She'll be really proud of me. But the, but the experts, the experts, they, they course correct, right? Every year they tell you, oh, the Lions are going to lose because they lost last year. Right. That's all, exactly. that's all experts do. They don't see the magic that we see. They don't see the bright, shining blue light. Yeah, that's right. It's like, we're like Fredo Keller. Uh, Corleone. I'm smart. I'm smart, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sean, I think uh, that that's what that's why we're trying to tell our listeners. Uh, there's free money out there in Vegas. The Lions are 66 to one odds right now to win it all this year. Crazy. Yeah. Hey Z, isn't the uh, over and under six and a half games too? I do. I think so. So that's more. Uh, I know. I gotta. Day, I right? gotta get some money out of that for sure. Oh yeah. Take it out of the stock market and put it into the lions. Yeah. Put it all into the lions, people. This, this is yeah. this is not investment advice. Easy money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, th- yeah. This is turning into an investment podcast now as well. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> um, but Sean, you you had mentioned to me, and I I just want to get your perspective, I guess. Um, I'm, you wanted to kind of break down the psychoanalysis of the draft reaction that Lions fans had. And I, I, you you mentioned to me that, uh, that you had some opinions on that. And I, I wanted to get, since you're our number one fan, I want to get the, our, our number one fan, our number one listener's uh, opinion on the reaction to the draft. 
Well, and this this is kind of my my point for my my original long winded and very confusing rant is that <laughs> is that this whole thing is irrational, and uh, we tend to believe that there's the people with the facts, and the people are being unreasonable. But we all choose our little set of facts. But so I throw that all away, and this is why I love you guys, and this is why I love listening every week, is because you guys are having fun, and and you're also intelligent people. You know the game far better than I do, which is which is why I'll say my piece and I'll leave you to it. I'll take my answer off the air, but uh, <laughs> but I but I you know I, I read online. I see the Lions fans going back and forth on this pick and that pick, but we don't know a lot about these guys, you know. Uh, people always mention stories, you know, the Tom Brady's that, that went fifth round and turned into legends. And then people say, oh, yeah, well, what about this guy? He turned out to be nothing. Um, but we don't know. And uh, what makes us Lions fans is is our passion. It's not it's not about the facts. The facts are fun. The game is is endlessly interesting. You can analyze it, uh, you know, 10 lifetimes. But uh, but it's all about the blue Kool-Aid. That's all I'm saying. It is. Yeah. You know what? Passion. I think there's a lot of fans out there. I read a lot of the, you know, uh, forums and things like that. And uh, it sure seems like there's a lot of negativity out there with the Lions fans. And it just kind of drives me crazy after a while. You know, they're so negative all the time. I mean, we haven't seen one play from any of these guys and they're already panning these draft picks. Like it's the worst thing ever. And I just don't get it. You know, to be a fan, you have to have some faith, you know, I mean, a little bit. That they're they're going to do something right, and uh, and you know they all expect it right now. They want to fire the whole staff again, start all over again. I, I don't, I just don't get these people. Is it just they yeah. just is this they just like to troll, or they just like to stir people up, or just or do they just feel they've been hurt so many times that they that they they're preparing for it? You know, like I don't know, I don't know what it is, yeah. but uh, it just kind of drives me crazy. I like to see I, more positive positivity in there. I, I mean, isn't that like uh, the internet as a whole, especially like Twitter and everything, where you got a lot of these uh, trolls online, you know, they can hide behind, uh, you know, their electronic wall, basically, you know, that there's no face to the words that are put on. That's definitely part of it. It's definitely part of it, G, I'm sure. Yeah, there's there's definitely guys who love to hate the Lions, even though they, well, they claim to have given up on the Lions, but they're always posting on Lions sites. And yeah, exactly. Calling it on the radio, you know, so they're they're still passionate about it, but yeah. they act like they're above it. I don't know. It's like, yeah. an, like an angry ex-lover. You know, keeps driving <laughs> yeah. around in front of the house in the middle of the night. It's like, if you believe they're going to win, you know, you're stupid, you know, like we're smart because we know they suck. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's just a strange vibe for most people. I, I just don't get it. It's not a fun way to live life. I, not, I, I prefer to have fun and feel hopeful every year. And you know I what? Agree. And, it's, and, and this year, it's actually going to pay off. That's the nice thing. Right. Yeah, I think a lot yeah, of people. Are, year, it's going to pay off. I think a lot of people truly are missing what's happening in front of us. Seriously. I mean, I think personnel decisions we made, coaching decisions. I think this is, we're starting to see this plan develop here. I'm not saying it's going to happen this year. No, yes, I am saying it's going to happen this year. What am I saying? But uh, <laughs> I, think, I think there's a lot of good things going on here. It's time to get excited, people. I'm serious. Yeah, Sean, the, the Kool-Aid numbs the pain. No. Stay comfortably numb with all the Kool-Aid. Uh, it it, yeah. it, it numbs the pain and it heightens the pleasure of seeing just, just that blue and silver when you see it. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I, yeah. shake, I start to shake when I don't have it. You know, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, and I, sometimes I show up to work and uh, – 
and I, I, I make a lot of mistakes. You know, I, I build tools. It's very dangerous, but I don't stop drinking the blue Kool-Aid. That's why you keep a bottle in your desk, you know? That's very why exactly. I, keep, I keep one in my car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where, wherever I go. Slow and steady, two hands on the wheel. You're gonna get. You're gonna get home. Just, yeah, that's right. Just when the cops start by you, just move the Kool Aid down below the window level. That's no, right. Just keep it low. <laughs> I think. Well, I, I think they have. Uh, I think they have groups for people like us. <laughs> oh man. Um. I mean. Why? What is it going to take for Lions fans to, to be consistently positive, or is it just always uh, going to be a? a there, there's always just going to be those ones out there that kind of got to root it for everybody in, in a way. I think they're always going to be out there, and they seem to be more vocal. You know, it's like I don't know. You know, a lot of us fans we we like to read the stuff. Not everyone participates in the conversations, you know, but but we read it consistently. Uh, you know, guys, I, I listen to Lions podcasts over the years. Ne- never any, uh, never any ones I, I really stuck to. And my number one complaint is the negativity. And it was all reasonable. Again, like, okay, yeah, this is a bummer. But you're bumming me out. Why am I listening to you guys? Right. And, then, and that's what I love about you guys. Is you, you're like me. That's what I always liked watching the Lions for, was the excitement. I mean, we have the greatest quarterback, future greatest quarterback of all time. Right. How can you not get excited seeing Matt Stafford sling the ball? I just don't get it. Like, why are you watching football? Why do you hate your life so much that you have to make everyone else miserable? Good point. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and we, we don't shy away from some sort of criticism on here. We, we like to point it out. But overall, I mean, this is our team. We're not, we're not, we're not going to go to Green Bay or Chicago or Arizona or anything right. like that. This is our team oh, yeah. through, and we're going to support them. I had an argument with a Dolphin fan the other day. He was so upset with what the Dolphins are doing. He says he's quitting. He says he's screwed. He's done. He's going to be a root for the Bears or something. I said, I said John, I, I, this guy's name is John. I go, what, what are you talking about? You can't just leave your team. He says, you don't understand how bad they are. I said, John, I'm a Lions fan. <laughs> I would never leave my team. Just, yeah, but you don't – I mean, they're so bad. They're, John, I'm a Lions fan. They went 0-16. All right, we never leave our team. This is our team, baby. You know yeah. when they when they win it, it's gonna be glorious, man. Glorious! I cannot oh. wait. And uh, kind of like that story you brought up is a lot though, through the last few years. You know when the Bears have been really bad and living here in Chicago, there's a lot of Bears fans around here saying, "I I quit. I can't watch this team anymore. I'm, I'm not gonna root for them." Uh, you know, oh, yeah. I'm not going to waste my Sundays anymore with this team. Oh, and then they win last year. Oh, everybody's, you know, on board again. And it's right. a bunch of, it's a bunch of BS. Yeah, then agree. they're like, oh, they would have won the Super Bowl if it wasn't for that kick because they were way better than everyone else. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> they, they quickly every, turn around. Right. I at least have respect, though. We had uh, my friend Jeff here, who was a big Bears fan. He came on the podcast. And those are the type of Bears fans where I, I respect that, you know, they stick with their team right. no matter what. And I, I hope that's what we can we are uh, portraying here in this podcast as well. Is that I mean we're sticking with our team no matter what. We're going to support them. We can they can we can throw out some criticism at times, but overall we're going to still support them. And we're going to drink that blue Kool Aid. Yeah, you oh, know. Yeah. And I would say generally, uh, you know, I've no fans from a lot of different teams. I've been to enough Lions games. I think Lions fans in general 
are very, very loyal fans. I mean, you have yes. to be to be a fan of this team. And and I love Lions fans. I think they're respectful. I think they're loyal. I think they're excited. They're hopeful. I mean, you know, yeah, we get down, of course. We've got plenty of reasons to. But but, but we always keep coming back, and, and, and we know our day's coming. So I, I think for the most part, Lions fans are a very positive bunch overall. And you know who the best Lions fans are? The blue Kool-Aid drinker list. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're the best. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, Sean, you live up in Minnesota. Is there any other uh, Lions fans up there? Uh, actually, there's one that I work with. Uh, it's interesting that Blue Kool Aid podcast. You got people in Chicago, people in Minnesota, <laughs> nobody from Michigan. But but there's a, <laughs> there's also one guy at work who uh, who never talked about the Bears, and then they started getting good, and I started noticing him wearing Bears stuff. He'd come into work, and I said, "Hey, Bruce, you." Do you dust that off from your closet? And he started laughing. He said, he said, yeah, I had to find it. I didn't know where it was. <laughs> but here, here they're, they're way crazier about hockey. I mean, it's really like uh, even when the Vikings are doing well and the Twins are doing well, it's not too often. But yeah. they, uh, they're more interested in hockey. And, and the Wild, they're not so good. So, I don't no, know. It's, it's a different it, state. And it can stay that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, we we just want to get you on your sauna. I know you had you wanted to say some of the things. I I know you had your interesting ramble there at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> guys, try try drinking a whole bottle of blue Kool Aid. You'll you'll go to some weird places. I know you guys you guys are pros. You yeah. regulate, but uh, yeah, we're yeah. gonna probably do a whole podcast trying to decipher what you said early in this yeah. podcast. You know, my my hope is that one I'll... day in the future you guys will extract the wisdom from it because there's there's some nuggets in there. But, uh, I but think with I that, guys, down a, down a bottle to understand it. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna try that <laughs> at least, maybe two if your tolerance is higher. But guys, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take off, but thank you so much for having me on. I can't wait to listen to the rest. Yeah, Thanks for being here. Yeah, we appreciate you listening and uh, being such a loyal uh, fan of the podcast. All right, God All bless right. the Lions. Take care, Sean. God bless yeah. you. <laughs> so, uh. UJ, Bob, have you guys have uh, any more reactions from the draft or anything of that nature? Or, uh, you know, it's really settled in now after a week. Are you just ready to see what rookie minicamp is and just roll on to the next phase of the summer? Well, no, I, it, go ahead. It, yeah, well, I yeah, I don't really have anything new as far as that, but I, I am uh, kind of excited about our, our draft class, you know, to see what some of these guys do, especially those undrafted uh, – um, free agents, and but it, the one interesting thing left is uh, free agency now because there's a couple yeah. guys out there and Kung Su and uh, Ziggy Ansah. Yeah. yeah, he's still out there. It's crazy. A lot of so, people think we're going to pick up Gene Francois again. I yeah. can see that. There's been a lot of talk that. about that. Yeah, I can see that too. I mean, he's a good uh, presence in the locker room. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you, Bob, I'm I'm excited about the. <laughs> Curiously enough, I'm kind of really excited about the undrafted free agent class. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's funny. <laughs> Be, because that, that Bo Bushwagel, I just have this weird feeling. This guy, this guy could vie for the starting guard position, I think. Man, after reading everything about him, it's just mind-blowing that he didn't get drafted. I, I know. I know. I'm just, I, I think we just really lucked out on that draft pick. And, uh, I mean, not even a draft pick, I mean, but uh, – we, we lucked out in a lot of ways. I, I think we got a couple sleepers in there that could be really good. Obviously, we have to wait and see, but uh, 
I, I am. There's a lot to be excited about for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, what about uh, you, Z? Have you got any other impressions from the draft? Um, I mean, not in particular. I, I mean, just an overall opinion is that I thought that you know, outside of the Lions, I actually like the Cardinals draft a lot, and I liked uh, and I highly question what the Raiders are doing with their whole organization as a whole. So those are, those are my two bigger uh, takeaways yeah. outside of the Lions. But, yeah. I'm excited that we're going to be playing Kyler Murray the first game of his career. Yeah, I do love that. I love that because uh, I think he's going to be really good. But obviously yeah. not uh, – you know, these rookie quarterbacks, they definitely struggle in the beginning and get him in the first game. I guarantee you Patricia's probably seen all his game film already. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, yeah. Every play he's ever done. <laughs> oh yeah, I can just see it now. Hey, any word on the uh, hard knocks? They know who's doing that yet. They announced no, it. No, uh, they have not announced that yet. And I, I don't think it comes for another month or so. We, sure we have a uh, we have a little difference, yeah, because I don't want it just because the distraction. Uh, distraction right, to who? UJ, you want it to the team? Uh, the team. I don't hard knocks. I think Rudd Dog and UJ want it. Bob and Connor and me do not want it. I think that's where we've kind of settled on it. So we're, it's pretty much split as it can be in a five-way split. Yeah. <laughs> um, how can you not want to see your team see, in I'm, practice I'm going through a – how can you not want to see that? Oh, I want to see I'll, inside the Lions. I really, if it's on, I'll watch it. I want to see it. Yeah, and we'll all watch it, and we'll have a ton of comments. And like we said in our uh, our group chat, uh, it'll be great for the podcast. You know, great podcast <laughs> material. Yeah. So, but <laughs> the team does not seem to want it at all, except for Danny Amendola, who's already been through it. And I, I don't just don't think it makes a difference. And it, uh, in the history, a uh, few of the teams have made the playoffs. Some didn't. I mean, it, it's a mixed bag. So it's not like being on it for sure means you're not going to make the playoffs historically. So I don't know. I don't, I just don't think it's a well, big deal. We don't want to make the playoffs. We want to win the Super Bowl. Well, I, I know, but you got to get in the playoffs first. <laughs> so we do have I mean, to go through that, you know, I mean, to get, there. I know, but if we just make the playoffs, <laughs> I wouldn't consider that a success for this season. I have well, I, I expectations. For this See, the, the, the stuff I wouldn't mind seeing at all. And I'm a big fan of is, uh, they had this YouTube series, and I sent you guys the Colts one, uh, where they do the behind-the-scenes uh, on draft day and all the trades they're making in the draft war room, and they're commenting uh, early, in the earlier weeks about certain players, and they, they end up taking them later on. I thought that was really cool. If you haven't seen it, it's a YouTube series um, called Draft Week, and they highlighted five different teams. Uh, and the Colts one is the one that caught my eye because they've, they they've will- done a really good job in the draft, I think. Hey, Z, uh, on that subject, uh, tell us about your recent trip down to Tampa just briefly. Oh, yeah. So I have a source, actually, within that um, team. And he gave me some really interesting opinions about what they they thought about some of the prospects that we discussed. Um, they actually like Noah Fon better than TJ Hawkinson, which I found really interesting. They just thought he was a better receiver, and he was um, – kind of equal on the blocking. Maybe he was a, a slightly lesser blocker, but nothing that couldn't be taught out, but definitely an elite receiver in comparison to Hawkinson. So I thought that was a very interesting take, especially from our perspective. And just another name, you know, I I, I only got to talk to this uh, source for a little bit, so I didn't get a ton out of him, unfortunately. But the other thing that caught my attention was um, 
they they were obviously really high in Devin White. They took Devin White, but Greedy Williams, a guy that we talked on this podcast a lot, a lot of people thought he fell because of his uh, bad tackling, but more so because of his bad work ethic, which I found really interesting. What these teams are looking at. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. And these teams also, Tampa Bay's had a lot of issues with, um, you know, behind the scenes stuff, uh, off the off the field stuff with Jameis Winston and some other oh, players. Yeah. And it they they have this new regime in there, and they're just saying we're not taking any guys with any off field issues whatsoever. And that's kind of what the Lions have been doing lately, and a lot of other teams around the league as a whole. Uh, yeah. The only the only guy that hasn't really is uh, John Dorsey on the Cleveland Browns. Uh, he he drafted Tyree Kill at <laughs> Kansas City and Kareem Hunt, and now he drafted Antonio Callaway in Cleveland. Yeah. He does not really care so much about background, so it's just interesting perspectives uh, what these front offices do. And he he obviously got out of Kansas City in time before Kareem Hunt and Tyree Kill had more off the field issues. Yeah, yeah, serious well, say, ones too. Serious. Yeah, I know. Ones. Well, I say overall, I I prefer the high character guys. Uh, oh, you yeah. remember remember only a few short years ago when uh, like we were in the news every day because we had another guy going to jail or getting arrested, <laughs> and we were like the number one culprit in the NFL. We were terrible. I mean, we had oh, all yeah. these bad characters, and then they they changed their terrible. tune. They and now we're one of the. I mean, generally one of the cleanest teams out there as far as that goes. You know. Yeah. Every and, once in a while, we still get articles about uh, Charles yeah. Rogers or Titus Young. Yeah, like, I know. Well, I yeah. forgot which but, one right. was naked in a fountain or in a house or something like that. That was Titus Young, I think. It was, <laughs> but, uh... I don't want to laugh because the guy has serious mental issues, but my God. Yeah. Yeah, he does. But Unfortunately. It, it is insane to me how someone like Tyree Coe can even get drafted. That guy threw – Boiling hot water on his pregnant girlfriend in college, and he still got drafted and able to make millions of dollars in the NFL. That is yeah. beyond wild to me. Yeah, it's amazing. But now he got in trouble again, and this is, he got drafted after that, and now he's in trouble for breaking his kid's arm. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, Unbelievable. the kid wouldn't shut up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> That was horrible. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just didn't mean to. But uh, uh, yeah, it's it's just crazy, and I I am one hundred percent on board with drafting guys that have clean records off field. Because I mean, I wouldn't get hired at my job like if I had something like that. So why should right. they, uh, someone in the NFL, get hired for that job? Agree. Yeah, I mean it's it it should be the same way for everybody. At least I think, and work. Especially, it's it's a working world in the end. This is they like to say, you know, it's a business. <laughs> so yeah, they do. Hey guys, I have a random Lions-related thought. I like random thoughts. Now, now that we have T.J. Hawkinson and T.J. Lang's gone, can he just take over talking with T.J. Oh, you know, keep the show going. Were you a fan of that? That's Were you a fan of that one? <laughs> oh yeah, that, that was funny. Did you ever watch that? What is it about? I did. Yeah. Talking with TJ. Talking with TJ. TJ. Oh, Lang the TJ Lang one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a great yeah. idea. I, I like that actually. I like that a lot. <laughs> I, I was thinking too. Every time Hawkinson scores a touchdown, we go <laughs> like everyone in the stands do it. You know, at the same oh, time. Ha, ha, ha. 
Wouldn't that be yeah. just disgusting? Oh, but... <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that one. <laughs> that would be disgusting, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. He's got a great name. Though. I mean, Hawk, just saying Hawk is cool. It's kind of tough, you know, like Hawk. Hawk. I don't know. It's kind of tough. Yeah. Man. He's got two nicknames that he can go by TJ, you go by Hawk. That's right. Yeah. Two. I like that. I like it a lot. <laughs> this, I don't think Jesse James goes by JJ, does he? Uh, I mean, I these are these are I, things we discuss uh, in the off season. Yeah, <laughs> uh, on the slow weeks, yes, nothing's happening. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Between deciphering what Sean was trying to say and uh, yeah, <laughs> I think he clarified himself a little bit at the end. But yeah, the, uh, <laughs> no, I was just kidding. It's funny, but... <laughs> Next week, we'll bring on a college professor to break down his words. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was saying maybe we need to have our psychologist on here again to uh, break uh, to break down why people are so negative on the Lions every once in a while, especially online compared to in person. Yeah. I would just be interested in that topic a little bit. But... Yeah, since we got nothing yeah. else to talk about. <laughs> Random uh, Lions things. It's Kelly Stafford's doing well. I heard, yeah, that's, here. that's oh, a good point, Bob. So uh, good. Yeah, I was reading that today. She's doing pretty well, so. Yeah, she said her doctor like saved her hearing in her ear and like the use of her side of her face. I guess it's a really difficult surgery. So yeah, yeah what I read in the article is that what ha- what was ha- going on in her uh, brain and everything of that nature. He this guy's done like twenty thousand hours worth of surgery, and he one other time only ever had seen the same thing that she had, and he happened to be the one that saw it first. And like wrote a bunch of research about it and shared it with all these other doctors. So out of everybody in the country, he was the most prepared for that rare situation, and it happened again. Yeah, yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, pretty amazing. And I just yeah, want to expand on that a little bit because part of what allowed him to do that is you know all the money that donated and for research and everything like that. And again, I just I I mentioned this a couple times on the podcast is just um, I run a charity event. Charity Wiffle Ball uh, Tournament, and please go to batsforbrains.org um, for more information about it and to help donate to the American Brain Tumor Association. So I just wanted to bring that up. So I'm glad you brought that up, Bob. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So um, what else we got? What other Alliance stuff are we missing <laughs> for this past week? I mean, I, I don't think we have too much more to cover. It, uh, there was an article I wanted to bring up. And maybe we can just expound on here at the end of the podcast. And that's just how the Lions um, have been run since uh, William Clay Ford passed away. And Martha Firestone Ford has taken over the Lions. And just um, kind of the different expectations that have been levied onto the franchise since she took over. And I I just think it's been a complete 180. The expectation of winning is definitely up uh, Way more in, with her uh, running the organization. I agree. And, um, yeah, I just think that 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 impacts the fan base and how they view the team, how they're viewed nationally as well. And I just wonder, like, man, what was what were we doing before? Like, how do you own a team and not like want? William Clay Ford was just a nice old guy, and I he hired Matt Millen because he got along good with him and. You know, and did whatever he said because Matt Millen played football in the NFL. He was a good player, so he must know what he's doing. 
he's just a nice guy and he didn't like to fire anybody because he was loyal to his people. And I, I think it's a whole different attitude now because they're not afraid to clear, to clear the house and get some new people. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's refreshing actually, you know, and, and they'll get it right. You know, they'll, they'll get it. It's happening. Yeah. Cause I, I from what I understand, Martha really loved Jim Caldwell a lot, but she was okay with him getting fired too. Cause right. She, she wants the plan to go ahead, you know, whatever they need. You know, you got to trust your GM. If you, you're you hiring a guy to do this, you got to trust them. You got to get, have some faith in them. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Quinn, Hey, let's face it. The Lions were going to win the Super Bowl in the first year. Okay. It, it's going to be a work in progress, but I think he's made huge strides in the time he's been here. Huge. I mean, our, just our depth alone is getting really on par with some of the better teams and some of our top tier talent is is very good too and after last year i see our defense be how can you not get excited about what this defense did at the end of last year and going into this year i think our defense potentially could be elite and you know if we can just get the offense up to snuff you know we we can do a lot of damage to the nfl this year i'm telling you so how can you not get excited about it yeah i love it and another thing uh with that change in leadership, and I can, this kind of goes back to Bob Quinn and how much uh, Martha Ford as much as this. The, um, under um, Ron Mayhew, the Lions were constantly, constantly just searching for cap room, and now the Lions have a lot more cap flex- flexibility, and that's what helps them build that depth. Yes, as well. That's a good point. And, Mayhew was yeah. always behind that. He was always <laughs> pushing everything down the road, and they were so strapped it was ridiculous. Yeah, they did have the the three headed monster though when they had Calvin, Sue, and Stafford all like yeah. top contracts. You know that was they had to figure out something there. But True. yeah, but yeah, it, it does seem like it's they're playing a lot smarter now. But they're yeah, the and, that, and that's why it's uh, more exciting now. Not, like Bob Quinn's been around for a little while now. He's got that cap down to a flexible situation, and now he can really fully implement his vision, if you will. Yeah, like like last year he just got rid of Ebron's contract and then didn't replace it. So <laughs> that's why we're under the cap. Hey. No, no, I'm just kidding. Hey, no, not, I, believe, I believe in the process. Not everything he's done is right, but no GM's gonna be 100. percent You know, I mean, no, I know. No, he's corrected on that. I I think the offense is uh, kind of being underplayed this year about. Everyone's talking about the defense. I think the offense is actually pretty good now with these yeah. uh, tight ends and running backs coming in to you know, every, carry on. Look at it, though. Every time the Lions have had a problem area, Quinn's addressed it, it, it massively. Like, last year it was the defensive line. Remember how at the beginning of the season we were the worst defensive line in football? By the end of the season, we're now considered one of the better defensive lines in football. And Now, last year we were one of the worst tight end units in football. He went he went big after the tight end position this year, the draft and free agency, and he he made a huge effort to fix that too. Every, every, the the offensive line, he he used big draft picks on the offensive line, and I think it's really it's going to start coming together here. I think it a- actually has started to come together, but he he's a, yeah. he's attacked every weak area, and I think it's really starting to pay off. I think we're starting to see it. So trust the process, boys. Yeah, I think it's the year we're going to see it come into fruition, you know. Yeah. Seeing the results. De- definitely trust the process. And I I love it. And that I I like that we can end this podcast drinking the Kool-Aid. Uh a big glass of Kool-Aid. 
<laughs> just one more little Lions note, you know, just a fun little note. Uh, Steve Longo, linebacker, special teams guy for the Lions, um, this week uh, became a U.S. citizen. So congratulations to Steve. Way Longo. to go, Steve! Congrats, right. buddy! Congrats. He came here Welcome from to America. Yeah, he came here from uh, Cameroon when he was ten years old. So wow, and now he's Good a for him. U.S. citizen. Cool. So we, yep. So congratulations, Steve. Um, again, batsforbrains.org is the charity uh, website that I mentioned. So please do that, listeners. And we just appreciate you coming on. I know this week was less, uh, you know, football focus, a little more psychoanalysis, if you will. But we will continue to have topics that we'll find interesting too on the off season as we start hey, the off season. <laughs> hey, Z, 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 Z. One yeah. more closing thought, okay? Yeah. Go Kentucky Derby, right call or wrong call? Oh. Wrong call. It's a race. <laughs> it's a race. Like, it's impeding the path. What is that? It's a, it's a rule. Yeah. You, you, you throw the rules out then because, it, you know, it's a derby? What What kind of rule is that? It's a race. It's actually in the rule book. <laughs> yeah. But like, a jo- unless a jockey's like, punching the horse or the other jockey <laughs> off the horse. Well, I, yeah. Z, I agree with you. That's how races should be, but they've made all these rules, and it's a rule you can't do what he did. So if you're going to follow the rules, I mean, they did the right thing. But generally speaking, I think let them race, man. <laughs> but, I Unbelievable. Don't know. <laughs> I mean, does this only, does this only happen in, the, in, like, the, you know, the 2000s here with HD cameras? Does that happen if this is the even the 70s or the 80s? Oh no! No way! Yeah, I don't think so either. No way. That's why it's it's ridiculous. You know, you 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 start a gate and then you whoever crosses that line first wins. <laughs> no matter what they do, I agree. Yeah. They should have like spikes coming out of the side of the horses. You know, to... <laughs> and you want even more? Yeah, oh, that'd be great. Uh, that'd be really cool. <laughs> if you want even more of a joke, that the horse that got disqualified, I forgot the name of it now. Uh, you know, game winner or something, is not going to race in the next race. And then the horse that won the Kentucky Derby also is not racing in the next race. So, <laughs> there, if you if you talk about losing interest uh, really quickly in a sport that generally I, I feel a small population cares about. And- so you're saying they should, you know, because because like uh, more people in the country follow the Dallas Cowboys, they should let the interference call go. Because they, no one wants to see the Lions advance in the playoffs, right? That's what you're saying. No, <laughs> I mean I'm making an analogy here. You understand what I'm saying here? I'm making a little analogy here. No, yeah. because that that was an actual penalty. That's what you're saying. Because for the for the good of the sport, we got to let them just win because there'll be more interest in the next race and more money to be made. So it's just the same no, thing in football. So don't... To, more people want to watch the Lions. <laughs> well so. I don't know. <laughs> um, All right. I just had to bring that up, sorry boys. Well yeah. I'm glad you brought it up. I, I, <laughs> sounds like you've you hit a nerve there with, with big Z there. I, I, I just uh, I just was watching it on Saturday and just being like I had some blue Kool-Aid and I was just like what, See, what's going on? What's going on here? You're supposed well, to drink in mint juleps, not blue. <laughs> that's right. That's your problem, Z. I, I don't even know where you go buy mint. Where do you go buy mint at the grocery store? Or? And where do you get juleps? I don't even know. You know, like 
have you guys ever <laughs> have you guys been to the derby? Have you guys been to the derby? Not yet. No, no I have not been to one yet. I went to the derby and they uh, they sell those mint juleps and those glasses. You know, they have the derby winners. Those things are like pure alcohol with a little like sweetness added. Those things are vicious, man. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know taste how uh, great they taste, but they definitely pack a punch. They don't. They don't skimp on the alcohol. <laughs> well, actually, not to mention Derby, uh, there was a video of uh, Danny Amendola playing football in the parking lot with Tom Brady at the Derby. Actually. Oh yeah. Good. Oh really? Yeah, bring that up. There's a, there's cool. a video of uh, Danny Amendola like trying to throw a ball through like a small hole in like a warehouse or something in the parking lot. I didn't lot. see that. That's funny. <laughs> and, and, and they I, make I, a I, bet. Yeah, they made a bet. Like what? Hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll have to send that to you, but it, it, I think it was on Barstool Sports or something like that. But it was a great yeah. video. It was a great video. <laughs> That's like the one time that Tom Brady comes out in public and just gets hammered and he doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> pretty great. It is pretty great. He's there every year. It, it's it's pretty cool actually. Um, last okay, so last note if you're adding on to the end of this podcast, uh, just really quick. Any, does anybody die in the next Game of Thrones episode? Oh, yeah, for sure. A lot of people. Yeah. yeah but, probably. But, so, name I think, names. I think we're going to lose somebody major next week. We got Daenerys? Mm, no. Daenerys is losing her mind. Uh, hmm. No, not Daenerys. It no, she'll be, be there for the end. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Tyrion? I think if I... I no, not Tyrion. No way. I think Daenerys dies. Grey Worm better die. I don't know. That guy should have been dead already. I say Tyrion's going to be sitting on the throne at the end when it's all done. Varys, he should go. <laughs> yeah. I can see Varys dying. I can see Varys dying. All right. So that'll wrap it up. For this <laughs> okay. Week. All right. <laughs> um, thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Um, we'll have a lot of content for you over. Um, the off season here, uh, we'll have some comments as rookie mini cam starts up later this week as well. And we'll just keep talking about your favorite team, the Detroit Lions. So thank you, Bob. Thank you, UJ. And last but not least, go, go, go. Lions! Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain. Alliance victory. Go. Go.